I think we all need to ask ourselves if we are actually satisfying our own passion and we are serving our own self too. Are we serving ourselves? Assalamu alaikum and welcome to another episode of Shared Diversity, the Muslim Businesswoman podcast where we share the diversities of Muslims in the media. My guest today is Sabrin Wani. She's a lettering artist and motherpreneur and we talked about finding your passion and pursuing your passion while raising a child and how you can find fulfillment in your life even if you don't have too much time to pursue your dreams. Before you jump into this episode, make sure you are subscribed to the podcast, you review us on iTunes and inshallah follow us on Instagram, Twitter and YouTube where we share more insights into business, branding and womanhood. Just for those who don't know you yet, could you introduce yourself in 30 seconds? Sure, yeah, that'd be like a rapid fire round. <laughs> yeah, um, my name is Sabreen Bani, okay? People on Instagram know me as uh, Letter Stella. I am a lettering artist. I draw also, but I'm mostly good at letters. I am from a place called Kashmir. It's a it's a part of not actually India, but it's it's just a state there. It's a really pretty state, and right now I'm living in Riyadh. Tell us a little bit more about your business. When did you start lettering, and how did you get into this business in art form itself? Okay, it was I think it was back in um, January 2017 or so. I was always fond of writing pretty letters, but I did not know that people were making business out of it and people were actually calling it lettering. I thought it was just a hobby for me, you know, drawing letters and making some prettiness out of them. But then I discovered that I could do more about it. I could learn more about this science. This is actually a science in itself, which I did not know about, but I was still doing it. So I thought that I should expand the science and I should learn more about it. And since then, even after having my baby, I was continuously learning it and making letters and drawing letters and It's like, you know, a kind of process of learning and drawing. So now I'm, alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah, with the grace of Allah, you know, there was a day in, at the start when I used to think that I won't be able to letter like other people. But right now, with the grace of Allah and with continuous practice, I am, alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah, able to go lettering, I think, because people are liking it. There is a website I have collaborated with back in my state, and I create art pieces, the lettering pieces, and they are selling it, alhamdulillah. So uh, that's how it all started. Alhamdulillah. So you told me that kind of starting your business and I think that is a very nice concept starting your business was somehow a way of fulfillment like for creating fulfillment in your life why did you start building your business in the first place was that one of the reasons or did you find that out throughout time no actually you know when I started I was just focusing on learning it and creating some artists to satisfy my own passion because it because it had actually grown into a passion inside my heart it was like it still is like that I'm I can't even stay away from learning for a long time even if I I'm doing some normal, you know, running some normal rants at home. I still, I'll come in the middle and start lettering on a blackboard or a copy or, or a notebook or anything. So that's how, that's the kind of passion I have about it. And when it actually started getting better, in fact, the best person in my life, my husband always, always supported me. And he, at first, he didn't understand what I was doing. But then when he started to see that it was getting better and I was doing something about it, which was noticeable, he actually supported me with it. He got me an iPad. That is a gift and he because I said the iPad is important and I need to learn lettering on it and I need to make some money also. Now everybody was appreciating my work. So then I you know Right now, to be honest, it's a really, really small skill. I am taking some private commission pieces or orders. Then there's this website who I already mentioned I've collaborated with and they are selling my work. So that's how it's going on. It's not actually, you know, not paying my bills right now, 
but this is something that I am satisfied with that okay fine just being a mother to a toddler not being able to give full time to it I'm still doing something with the grace of Allah so even if I'm earning a penny out of it that's halal penny and I am doing it so Allah is helping me with that Alhamdulillah mashallah. and one thing I find interesting is that although it is small it kind of gives you that feeling of you know there is something that is for your own and it's something that you have in control and it's something that gives you a sense of independence as well do you feel you had that when you were just starting to raise a child and you were doing something else before that right you were an employee basically yeah that's i was always fond of my handwriting is alhamdulillah good like really good like everybody appreciates it having since i was a child so that as i said i did not know that what i was doing is a science in itself people are calling it lettering or typography or calligraphy whatever you call it different aspects of the science so when i came to know about it and i discovered it on internet back in 2017 i was actually carrying son at that time so i started practicing it a lot and then there also came a time in during my pregnancy when i started to hate it because you know it, it happens uh, while you're carrying a baby and that things you always liked in your life you suddenly start hating them and you become an entirely different person all mothers would definitely connect with me on this I became an entirely different person, but I knew that this was only until I deliver my baby. The moment I delivered him, I was I was like, oh my god, I do want to get go back to lettering. I do want to practice it. I do want to, you know, connect connect with it again. So that's what happened. After I felt started feeling better after delivery, I got back to it. I started practicing. I started making pieces, but it wasn't until I think four months back that I started. Uh, to commercialize it actually so i have a question because obviously mm, during your pregnancy you said you didn't have that like urge or you didn't even want it and you hated uh, to do it but then you de delivered your baby mashallah and then you started it but isn't that usually it's not an easy thing to have your first baby and raise a child and it's also not an easy thing to build a business because it's, it's like a it's a child in itself so how did you get this energies that is that are so rare and so limited within the first months or first years of having a child to then go and make something out of the art. How did you like, how did you get the energy to do that? Was it just something that just came or did you consciously get into it and have like the goal and the mindset of, I really want to start with this now? You won't believe that I was raising my son for almost one and a half year alone. My husband was here in the other country. I was alone back home. I wasn't actually alone, but yeah, my husband was with me. His family was, my family was, but technically I was raising my son alone in the first, first one and a half year I have done that. And I was in touch with my art. I was in touch with my lettering. I didn't want to give it up. I was paying full attention to my son as much as he needed. And, you know, the minute he would go to sleep or go for an app and I would step out of the bedroom and go directly to my lettering. Whatever time I used to get, whatever time. Was it even if it was it were just five minutes or three minutes or, or two minutes, you know, as I said that when even when I am doing some chores or whatever events I'm running, I come in between. Something attracts me and something there's some urge to come to it again and again i come and then i draw even if i write allah or even if i write ali my son's name i feel like okay i did lettering for the day i did something which satisfies this energy inside me that i want to do so first year was not easy when i had my baby after i think a, a month after that i started getting back on it not full time but whatever time i was getting i started getting back on it and i used to just you know practice 
small words and that was enough for me because I was thinking to myself that okay fine I'm taking care of a newborn and even if I need five minutes for this and I've written a word in day I was really freaking proud of myself I think the I think the most important thing is not to belittle yourself and not to you know not to undervalue yourself that's that's the most important thing don't undervalue yourself you are capable of a lot of things you think to yourself that you can do it you can actually do it so I thought no I can do it and I was raising my son alone. Most of the time, I wasn't having a car. If I had to go out, I would go by myself, take a taxi or a cab or any other medium, and then go and buy stuff for my son also, take him along, come back, and do other things at home. And, you know, in the meantime, also get bad lettering. So I was just juggling with many things at that time. So that one half year was, was not easy. But, but with the grace of Allah, and I told you already, my husband's support was always there with me. And family, my family, all supportive and especially family always supportive his mother is like an angel i think in my life <laughs> you know to be honest so she has always been supportive and you know only when you have people in your life who are supporting in things you want to do then you can do it i think that there are there also one more aspect your personal energy and your power to not undervalue yourself or underestimate yourself and then the people in your life their energy and their positivity all these things they are the things that contribute to your your positivity or your negativity that's what i think i want to go more into that because we know and a lot of times we can hear this sentence you know you are the five people that you surround yourself with or that you spend most time with so my question here is if you have a baby and if you have a family obviously and have you if you have a business on top of that you have to really channel your energies very wisely and you have to you have to select the people around you very wisely so you talked about your husband as one person that is a big that plays a big role in your development and who always supports you and then your mother who else should anyone like look out for and what kind of people should someone surround themselves with when they are short on time and they want to build a brand and go into building a business out of their passion while doing something that takes a lot of time like raising a child for example uh, you know the point is we don't get to choose people in our lives we don't get to choose our parents we don't get to choose our anything we even get to our husbands we do choose our husbands and then Allah knows how they would be it's just Allah's grace I think so I'm not really sure that okay you're married it depends on that if, you, if you're married and you have a job maybe a very hectic job and you really want to analyze your your extra energy to some some passion that you have I think your parents play a major role in that if you're actually doing something and you're earning good money paying your bills you're saving money but there's something inside you that is not that's making you sad because there's something you want to do added to that job you want to do something else and you want to analyze your energy to there but maybe your parents are not supporting in that and maybe they are you know they're asking you to not do anything related to your passion or not channelize your energies to your passion and just focus on what you're doing right now so i i, I think you should surround yourself with people maybe friends you know friends are really important if you're not married maybe you if you're married your husband is, is good he's supportive all the time you don't 
you don't need any friends. But if you're not married and parents are not supportive, friends are siblings and friends are the people who can always understand you, they can always support you. I don't think you get many choices. What do you think about it? Who should be surrounded? What do you think about that? So I think, like you say, and I, and I think you have a really big point there, is that you cannot choose your family and you cannot choose the immediate family, obviously. Obviously, you get to choose your husband. And I think that is a big thing that you need to find out in the beginning. If someone is really supportive, if someone is really interested in your goals and can support them as well, because a lot of times, you know, men... And we can we can talk about this a lot and we find this may, may be uh, funny sometimes that men have big egos. And I don't think women have less big egos, but sometimes men have like their ego holds them back from supporting their wives to do great things. And I think you'd really need to look out for a person that is that is really positive and, and is really values what you do and doesn't only allow it, but support it. So, for example, what you said with, you know, your husband bought you a tablet and something to write on and draw on. Th these things are important because a lot of times we don't feel that our craft or our business is big enough yet to invest in it. And obviously you and your husband have to together find a way how to invest the money that you have and invest into your both growths. So having a husband that goes proactively and says, okay, we need to somehow invest in your craft and in your business that is so important and I think you can also choose your friends in that way that you have people not only telling you oh yeah yeah I think it's nice what you're doing and you know smiling and saying you know good job when you did something right but they also proactively help you to develop that could be and I think that's there's more ways of development like it could be professional development that they say you know there's an event I think you would be interested in even if they're in a really different industry than you they would do that or spiritual development they would say you know there is a, a training and a Quran lesson or whatever we should go there and you know develop personally and spiritually and then also things like you know buying each other books and like helping each other to grow in our fields I think that's that's very important to have people that are proactive around you because if your friends are proactive and the people around you to grow then you will definitely have the right mindset to you know keep going whatever happens like a lot of times we fail and a lot of times we we make mistakes but the important thing is that you know we have always the drive to people yes and always the drive to keep going like always go forward right. always the people to inspire us and and you know give us a push when not feeling like going on and always people there to give us a push that you have to go on yeah exactly so i wanted to ask you more about what you said with you know you build a business while you have a child and you take every extra second that you have to grow that business do you think i think that's a it's a hard question but do you think saying from the judgment that you can make from the people around you or the culture that you grew up in or are surrounded by do you think that women take enough advantage of the extra energies that we have to channel it into growing our passions into something that can give us independence or do you think there can be an improvement made in like the mindset to grow something for ourselves 
think uh, I think a lot of women are. I'm not the only woman. Many a lot of women are doing it already, but majority of the women are not. They're not. They're not following their passions. They're not channeling them. I'm not saying that you are making a home. You are paying attention to family. You are cooking for them, or you're doing you're doing all the things for them. You're serving them, and you're not doing what you should be doing. All I'm saying is that. After doing all that and serving everybody and doing the service for everybody that is that you ought to do for, after that you need to serve your own self too. You need to serve your own passion. You need to serve your own desires also. Maybe if you're not going to earn out of it. See, to be honest, it's not important to earn out of it. Even if, I already said that it's not paying my bills. I'm not earning much. I don't even know how much I'm earning right now. Maybe even if I'm earning a single penny that right now doesn't matter to me as much as this does that i am following my passion i am doing something that i want on a daily basis even if i'm writing a word i am satisfying my passion i am channelizing my energies towards something that i really 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 do feel you know to feel a love for so you need to ask everybody needs to ask themselves all women and maybe men, but specifically all women because they're always busy with hot home and always busy with their kids and other responsibilities. I think we all need to ask ourselves if we are actually satisfying our own passion and if we are serving our own self too. Are we serving ourselves? At the end of the day, are you feeling that this is a good day? I served my family, I served my husband, I served my kids, they're happy, everybody's gone to bed, they're all happy and satisfied with me. Everything, you know, I've ran all the rents that were important for the day. But ask yourself at the end of the day, have you done something for yourself in the day? Is this something you actually wanted to do for yourself and you did it, you actually did it? So when you're actually able to answer this question positively that, okay, I, my passion is cooking, okay, baking, or these days so many women are earning out of baking and they are baking in their own kitchen, same kitchen they're cooking in, same kitchen they're cooking the meals for the whole family, they're baking stuff and then they're selling it. So I'm not saying specifically baking, I'm just giving an example that if you are a baker and you're doing this for your kids every day, ask yourself, why don't you turn it into an income? Maybe that income won't be much, but that would be enough to keep yourself happy. So this is important. Muslim women specifically, or all women all over the world, they, I think they need to ask themselves this, specifically homemakers. I'm not talking about all the women who, are, who have a job, a 9-5 job, and they're working in, in own sectors, I don't know, you know, banks and other sectors, but they also have passions, which they don't get time for. They also need to ask themselves, and specifically women who are homemakers, who have kids to take care of, and husbands and families, and, and you know, daily, daily chores, a lot of chores at home. So they need to ask themselves at the end of the day if they have actually served their own selves or not. So how... How can they do it though? Because it's easy to say you just like make time for yourself, but it's very hard to apply it. So do you have like action steps or like specific tips for them to apply it in their lives? You need to first organize your time. I think time management is an important step in developing the passion. The first thing is you need to prioritize the things in your life. My family comes first, okay, I'm going to serve them. They come first, my kids come first, I'm going to serve them, I'm going to keep everything ready. And definitely, and I'm, I'm so sure, you definitely must be getting an hour a day for yourself. An hour where you would be free. You know, if not, if not more, not two hours or three hours, you must definitely be getting an hour 
So ask yourself, what did you do in that hour? Did you watch TV? Did you watch Netflix? Did you did you watch your serials? Or is that is that what you want to do with your life? Is that what you want to do? Is that the best thing you can do in that one hour? Can you not you know do something that can satisfy your your love for something that can you that you can do for your passion? Like people want to learn tafsir, or some people they want to. There are people who are passionate about that also. I pray I also get passionate about that. But there are people so. Are you doing that? So maybe your passion is cooking, not normal cooking, normal meals that you're making for your family. Maybe you want to be more creative in cooking. Do you get creative in your cooking because you're so passionate about it? These are the questions that you need to ask yourself. And this this time management, what you're doing in in the time that you're getting for yourself, what are you doing in that time? These are some questions that you need to, need to ask yourself. Yeah, a lot of times we we don't understand that there are so many opportunities for us to live our passion. So even if it's nothing. Not something that has to do with the household and doing something for the family, something that has to do with cooking or baking or making clothes or whatever it is. There's also things that you can do now with the internet in your hands that has to do with, you know, marketing, tutoring, writing, creating, like you can create so much online. There's so many opportunities for you that you don't even need to go outside if you don't have the time. Doesn't mean you shouldn't. Like, it doesn't mean you shouldn't go out and like network. But if you feel living your passion and building a business and making and managing a family doesn't come together, that's just not true. Like there are a lot of things that you can do from home now that we have social media now that we have the internet now that we have now everyone can create a website for themselves sell their businesses and services online so a lot of things just work remotely you don't need to be out there if you don't have the opportunity to do that exactly we live in a technology world right now you know everything is being digitized we have internet all the time everybody in the world has access to internet right now in fact what am i doing I'm doing my business or I'm running my business and I'm trying to get people to know me. Take for example that if I was doing this whole thing at home and I was lettering or doing whatever, but nobody knew me and nobody nobody knew what I was doing and nobody was able to see my art, it would be all worth it, right? You have internet access. You can, if you're a writer, write on blogs. You can do blogging. Everybody's doing that. There are so many bloggers who are writing such good stuff. And if you're good at talking, you could be a podcaster. And, you know, with internet and with technology, I think the passions and the things that people can do has widely increased. I didn't know before that people can actually be marketers on, on social media, but now that there are so many people who are doing it for their passion and running really good businesses being marketers. For example, I do keep getting offers from different social media marketers because they want to help me run my business better. Some people are doing that and most of them are women. So yeah, now we have, you're right, we have wide opportunities now. Just the ones that are limited to home, you can do inside only or go outside. You don't even need to go outside or do the things only that you can do inside your house you just have a laptop or everybody has access to internet and do something find something that actually is your passion maybe something in it maybe you want to speak maybe you want to write maybe you want to draw whatever you want to do you have internet also so we talked a little bit about like that you find fulfillment when you live your passion can you tell us what what exactly do you mean with fulfillment like how would you define it for yourself and for your life i think yeah before that i would also want to answer one more question you asked if it was a question it was a statement that you know some women might hear my voice and say that it's so easy for her to say this she might not be having so many responsibilities 
she might be free all the time. Maybe, maybe there are people to help her with her baby or there are people to help her with household chores. And it's so easy for her to say this, but trust me, it's not easy. It's not easy for anyone. I'm not saying that I'm doing a big deal. I'm making a big difference to anyone or anything, but I am definitely making a big difference to my own life. And that's what it matters. That's what matters the most, that you need to see that if you're making a difference to your own life. Just don't think so many about the people who are around and who you might think that they're going to talk a lot if i do this if i start pursuing my passion they might start talking don't don't think about people around they are eventually going to support you everybody is going to support you you first need to support yourself are you ready for it are you powerful enough right now at this moment are you powerful enough to take a step and actually start pursuing your passion or do something for yourself so it's not it's not i'm not saying that yeah it's easy to do like listen to my voice or listen to Tina's voice or anybody's voice who's doing something for themselves or running a business either small or big and i think that wake up in the morning and start pursuing your passion just think about it and you know gradually take a step ahead take tiny steps but do to think about it and it hasn't been easy for me as well it has not been easy i i am doing it on daily basis there are days when i'm not even in touch with it there are days when i can't even think about going towards lettering because my son is not feeling well or or he needs more of my attention and i'm not getting any free time myself you know so you won't even believe that there are such few moments in the day when i really sit down sip a cup of tea even if there is some time i get and I don't have anything else to do. Lettering is what I do at that time. So even if there are so many things I do, I'm doing, in between all those things, I come and I do lettering. So you, you have to be that much passionate about it. I'm still a learner. I am not an amazing artist. I'm not saying that I'm a great letterer or I'm a businesswoman. You know, and I won't even call it a small scale business. It's a tiny scale of businesses yet. But you never know. I am planning and I have full faith that God will help me. Inshallah, I am planning to take it ahead. For now, I am going to take it a step. Uh, I plan to take it a step further. Then maybe next year I can take two steps further. That's how it's going to increase, right? How everything increases in our lives. So I'm not asking you to wake up in the morning and start following your passion. First, just recognize what your passion is. What is your passion? Recognize your passion first. You don't even know what you want to do. Recognize what you want to do for yourself. Take out time for it. You're definitely getting the time for yourself. Everybody does. So take out that time. Generalize your energy towards this positivity. Trust me. You are definitely going to feel satisfied and you are definitely going to feel happy about it. So what I mean by personal fulfillment is that the whole day when I've done everything, I've taken care of my son, now he's sleeping and everything is done. And at the end of the day, when I when I think to myself that I wasn't able to do that at the end of the day, it doesn't actually, I'm not saying that I'm not happy, alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah, really happy taking care of my son, taking care of my husband, taking care of the house. But also, I feel like this this is the part where I take care of myself. I have done lettering, so okay, fine. Then I have taken care of myself, of my passion, of my energies, of my of my fulfillment, of my contentment. This is something I did for myself. That's what I meant by fulfillment. It, it fulfills me. Alhamdulillah. So you have. It's not about that you're not happy and that you want to create something to make you happy in in that way, but more that you have something for yourself that you can live independently with yeah yes, exactly as i said i think this is the best way to put it so i served everybody and i served myself as well so that's that's the kind of feeling you're going to one thing that 
I think is really important about what you said is, first of all, find out what exactly your passion is, because a lot of times we are not aware of that. And we just think like, oh, yeah, this is what I'm good at. This is what people think I'm good at. This is what I've worked before in this. I kind of like it. But you don't know what exactly your passion is if you don't take the time to find out. And then the second thing I think that I would like to like go more into is be consistent like even if it's very small steps you can be consistent it's one thing that i always trust in is the hadith that says even the small deeds but those which are consistent are more pleasing to allah so it doesn't matter if the deeds are small or big better have them small consistently than one time big and never again so even if it's just not an hour that you're taking every day to find out your passion, to write out down your goals or just to, to bring the passion into action. But if it's just like 10 minutes or even seven minutes or just one line that you can write in your diary, it is already a start. If you keep doing it every single day, this is going to lead you closer to what you say could be fulfillment for someone. Definitely. And that's an important step. Just recognize your passion first. Yeah, maybe like like you said, you know, that consistency is so important. Yes, this is a beautiful hobby. Like there are days I'm not able to follow my passion, but I consistent on it. I consistently love it. I consistently feel that that you know strong connection with it. I consistently feel like going back to it. That's the kind of consistency that you need. And you need to recognize your passion. You need to recognize what fulfills you, what gives you contentment. I'm not saying that your family is not able to have it. We all have the grace of Allah. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. I don't think there can be a bigger blessing than than a family. And your ability to keep them happy, which Allah actually enables you to. But this is something that you do for yourself. And this is something that, that gives you some personal content. And I think it's especially important also for those women who are single mothers and who want to still create a business on the side. And people might think, oh, you, you're overtaking yourself or you should learn something that is more safe. There's always a way. And actually, I wanted to refer to the conversation that I have had with Iman from Ink House Writing. Uh, she's a copywriter and uh, we did a podcast as well. And she raises her son and builds a business at the same time and she finds out right now how to take more time for herself and finding fulfillment in both you know family personal uh, mindfulness and obviously your business is so important I wanted to ask another question and I think that's like one of the small last questions because I don't want to um, hold you up for too long what would you tell a woman who is thinking of building a business and she just found out her passion and or doesn't have too much time to follow it. What would you tell her? What kind of mindset and action steps would you give her on her way? The first thing is don't rush. Don't rush into it. If it is your passion, if it is your, something that you really want to do, it's definitely going to develop over time. So don't rush into it. Like, you rec I recognize my passion yesterday. Now, today, I should be able to build my business. Or I should be able to commercialize. I should be able to sell it. Or if not sell it, I should be able to be an expert in it. It doesn't happen overnight. It takes time. Specifically when you don't have much time. Like, you, even if you have just three minutes a day, don't expect that those three minutes are going to be, you know, somehow magically turn your passion into business overnight. It doesn't happen overnight. It takes 
a long, long time. It took me two years to learn this whole science and be somehow good at it. It took me two years to think that maybe somehow I can be able to sell my pieces now. So many people would like it and they did alhamdulillah. So it doesn't happen overnight and you don't need to rush into it. Just be at ease and try to recognize it and then... Uh, you know, follow it every day in all the time that you're getting and definitely with the grace of Allah if you are actually and truly in love with it and if you truly wanna wanna develop it and you truly wanna grow in it, Allah will definitely help you to grow. Yes, inshallah. And a lot of times also, I think uh, what you mentioned is so important about the passion takes time to develop into a business. You don't need to monetize it from the beginning. You don't even need to know what it is to be monetized from in the beginning. So just keep on going. No, not at all. Yeah, so just keep on going, develop it and develop the skill more than the drive for money. It will always come like the business will come with the development of the skill and with the passion. Okay, one more thing. Um, what would you have told your unmarried <laughs> self <laughs> before you went in, before you went into marriage and before you went into uh, you know having a child and creating a business? Because you you worked before in like a normal career and career path. So what are, what would you have told yourself before you got married about your journey right now? Oh, trust me, I wish I knew that I had it in me before marriage, before responsibility, before having a baby. I wish I, but also I believe in the timing of Allah. The timing of Allah is the best. There can be nothing over it. His timing is the best. Whatever timing He chooses for you, that this every event that happens in your life has been chosen by Allah. He chooses a time for every event to happen in your life. And that is trust the best time. But yeah, you keep telling yourself. I keep telling myself that I wish I knew that I had it in me. In me. I had it in me. I wanted to develop it. I, I would have. And maybe with his right now, the, the whole scene would have been completely different. But Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah for his times. Alhamdulillah, mashallah. That's a very important mindset to have that Allah's timing is the best. And you have to trust your journey because it's written by Allah and He, he knows best. Okay, last question is actually what question do you have for the audience that they would answer in the comments below or something that about what we talked about something that we can learn from them on or get some insights of from them so you can now ask a question to the audience i think i have consistently been asking the same question while throughout our talk and uh, my question is still going to remain the same are you doing what you actually wanted to do are you following your passion at the end of the day can you ask yourself the same question are you getting a positive answer or a negative one very important so inshallah leave it down in the comments and share your diversity with us thank you so much for coming on the podcast and don't forget the real deal is going on at sharediversity.com jump on the newsletter comment below this episode and share your diversity with us if you enjoyed this episode like and share with your friends and make sure to rate and review us on itunes so we can keep creating content that is relevant to you until next time assalamu alaikum